Welcome. Welcome. Welcome to Baseball Mainly. Baseball Mainly. Baseball Mainly. Baseball Mainly. Welcome. 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 Welcome to Baseball Mainly. Baseball Mainly. Baseball Mainly. Baseball Mainly. Welcome to Baseball Mainly. Hey, welcome again to Baseball Mainly. And uh, the season, at least the regular season, is finally over. <laughs> For us. Oh. <laughs> Thankfully. We're done. Yeah, I didn't think it was ever going to end. Yeah, I know. I actually tweeted out to Dan Dickerson on Sunday before the game and c- to congratulate him on yeah. the finish. Oh, <laughs> poor guy. Boy, just had to be tough. Well, with us today in the studio, as usual, is uh, Corey. And we've been making fun of you. I've, I'm All so sorry. All week. But that's okay. <laughs> I'm okay. A, you know what? I should have been a catcher in... If yeah. I ever played baseball, because I can take a lot of the brunt and a lot of the. Well, I think the, you could. I think you could be a manager, and I think there are a few openings right now. Yeah, <laughs> we'll get to that a little bit later. Yeah, and also <laughs> with us today is Ethan, as Statman Perlman. Yes, it's good to be back, and it's uh, good to not have to focus on the Tigers so much right now. Yeah, mm. how about that? Yeah. And a very special guest in the studio today, uh, a new host here at uh, NRM Streamcast. Tom Mazaway, welcome. Hey guys, thanks for having me. Yeah, it's cool to, to have you. you on. I feel like I'm on with a pro. Yeah, because here's <laughs> a guy that actually knows what he's doing. Right. And uh, now like, we're we're really going to look yeah. bad. Oh yeah. And well, for, sure. and for those who let's don't, just talk baseball. Well, and for those who don't know, I'm going to give Maz a quick shout out because I mean he, we did his first live shoot this past mm-hmm. Sunday at uh, Mr. Joe Sports. Bar and Grill in Southfield. Mm -hmm. On 12 Mile. On 12 Mile, yep. And uh, we'll be back there on Monday, the Mm -hmm. 14th of October, for the Lions-Packers pregame show. So if you're sick and tired of us and baseball, which you really shouldn't be if you're listening to the show, you really should be as enthusiastic as we are about baseball, and you want to just go off and you know listen to some NFL stuff, because I know I will be. Go check out Tom Maz's show. Yeah, you, Thanks, you, man. you want to get over to Mr. Joe's if you yeah, can. Yeah, oh, that if too. You can, if you're in the area. You can listen on the stream here right. in our um, streamcast. Mm-hmm. Yeah, there was some rowdy uh, Saints fan there. Man, that guy was an yeah. a-hole, man. Hey. I tell you what. He must have worked because they got the win. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. No one picked him either. By two points. Yeah, no one picked him. I really should have played the line. They I held, really should have. They, they held, held the it. Cowboys, a high-scoring team, to I 10 know. points. Yeah, well, you, you know. When you're home in the dome, that's a place. It's a hard thing to win. That is a place. Well, we're calling your show Lions Rap, R A P. Lions Rap with Maz and Friends. So, you're going to have some friends there? I am. We had uh, Clarence Black last week, and a good friend of ours, and he'll be with me throughout the year. But uh, he's got to go away on uh, Army Reserve duty. So, he, you know, he's it's a U.S. Army man. So, he's got to go do his thing at Fort Meade. So we'll do without him, but I've got some other buddies that'll sit in. Cool. No problem. Cool. Including well, Corey. Hey. All right. uh, and Ethan. Hey. Ethan's a big fan. <laughs> yeah. I understand Ethan's producing the show, so he is. He's uh, a big shot. It's probably uh, you know, it's it's probably gonna be good. All right. This day in baseball history. Yeah, we're going Ethan's regular uh, regular feature on this show. In 1903. Yeah, in 19... You were just a baby. Oh, yeah, I was. No, no. no. 
Well, if I'm that old and I, I look this good, I will take that as a compliment. There you go. Um, but I, I don't think I was born before 1903. Uh, but that's when the first World Series game ever played happened on this day in 1903. Pirates hurler Deacon Felipe beats Cy Young and the Pilgrims 7-3 to in Boston. And uh, Pittsburgh right fielder Jimmy Sebring hits the first ever fall classic home run. Who oh. won the Cy Young that year? <laughs> <laughs> Some guy named oh. Deacon Felipe. <laughs> I, well, and it's interesting. His real name actually is not Deacon Felipe. What is it? Um, I forget what his first name actually was. Okay. But, he went, but he went by Deacon Felipe, and I can't blame him because I don't think his first name was as cool as Deacon I don't know. Yeah. Deacon was like his uh, nickname or the name he went by when he played. Yeah. Um, he was a great football player with the name of Deacon. Oh, yeah. That came up when I was Deacon looking for Jones. photos. Yeah, Deacon Jones. He was tough. He was on the Brady Bunch, too. Oh, was he, he was really? on the Brady? Yeah. Yeah. Deacon, wow. Deacon Jones was a defensive lineman for the L.A. Rams. Ah. The fearsome force. They were tough. Yeah, they had a good team. In 1932. Yeah. So, the famous... You know, colonist shot Babe Ruth uh, hmm. happens on this day in 1932 when he points to the outfield and takes Cubs pitcher Charlie Root deep for the second of his two home runs in the Yankees' 7-5 victory at Wrigley Field. Now, I was very interested in reading more about this because recently this um, there's been a theory that he wasn't pointing, <laughs> saying, I'm calling my shot. He just pointed. He just With bo- no intention. I think he okay. pointed to there, left field. If I'm not yeah, mistaken. it was left field. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah, there was a. Uh, there's the theory's kind of been debunked. It yeah. was a big thing uh, just recently. However, in the in the movie, the hell did I know? In the movie, <laughs> the babe goes to the hospital and little Jimmy's in the bed, whoever yeah. the kid's name is, uh-huh. and he tells him he's going to hit a home run for him today. Yeah, and he says, "You watch," and he points. But it's a movie. It's right? a movie. You gotta spice it up a little bit. And, and but honestly, I think Babe Ruth was that good of a hitter that he probably it was a even if whether did he yeah point nowadays you probably couldn't have done that like if no, Babe Ruth was plumped. playing nowadays yeah, yeah. I was no say, way nowadays they throw it right at you yeah if you hear that well here's what I know about baseball players and this goes back to Babe Ruth mm-hmm. it goes back as old as baseball is no matter what you did. The way you remember it is always better than what it actually was. <laughs> yes. Amen. You know, I, I've, I've heard guys talk about hitting a home run that was just cleared the fence. And then and the next time I hear this story, it was 360. And mm-hmm. the next time you hear it, it was almost 400. Yeah. And it was a straightaway center. You know, it's... Yeah. Then it was a pop-up. Yeah, yeah. Pop-up. <laughs> pop-up. Anyway. And then in 2004, yeah, the most probably... <laughs> Other than a tiger, my favorite baseball player ever. Hint down. Okay. I agree with um, you on that, Jess. I'm right there with you. Okay. I'm, I'm not quite that big of a oh, Suzuki Lord. fan, but I, I admire him as a player. And on this day in 2004, Ichiro Suzuki, with his second of his two singles on the day, breaks the major league record for hits in a season, passing George Sizzler. 84 year old mark of 257, which was established in 1920. Now here's the thing about Suzuki. Did didn't he have over 200 hits at least 10 years in a row? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Who else has ever done that? You got me. 
Yeah, I don't know either. Yeah, I, don't I can't think of anybody, really think right there now. Is anybody. Yeah, um, maybe Rose, somebody like that. Yeah, maybe. Well, and the whole thing, the whole thing between uh, Suzuki and Rose is: is Suzuki really the all-time hits leader in, you know, in baseball? Because he brought over those what. 15, he had he 1500 had, hits in the Japanese right, league before. Uh-huh. Yeah, he was I mean he was yeah. on, he had on pace in career wise not just major league mm-hmm. baseball wise he had record numbers that yeah. I don't think anybody could touch. I mean, he's just a pure hitter. He's a yeah. pure left-handed hitter that knew how to play mm-hmm. the game right and had God-given talent I and into that. his late years too. Even into his late years, I bet you Ty Cobb probably did it yeah. a few times. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. But Pete Rose, I'm sure you. Mm-hmm. But but Ichiro to do it ten straight years is that's pretty good. He may have done it more than ten yeah. years, but I know that at right. one point he had had two hundred hits mm-hmm. ten years in a row. Yeah. Well, here it is: Ichiro Suzuki, ten seasons with two hundred plus hits. Pete Rose as well. Okay. Mm-hmm. Ty Cobb nine. Paul Wainer eight. Hmm. Let's see uh, who How else is that? here. Yeah, so not bad. You would good. think with Derek Jeter being yeah. as good of a hitter he was, he would probably you would you, he had to have had that back to back seasons. But well, I mean, you got you got to think about ten straight years, two hundred hits. Yeah, if you're not playing all one sixty two games, which most most players will not do, it's almost you, impossible. You've got to be healthy. Mm-hmm. For you know, pretty much the entire season, you're going to yeah. get those days off every once in a while. But that that's got that's a hit at least every game, mm-hmm. and m- more games you got to have two or three hits, and it's practically you know something that I don't think we're going to see a player do that Which for that for a, that many years. Yeah, but it's such a shocker that he never won a ring, and it's like. You know, you think about the players, like even with Mike Trout nowadays, and I know he's he's young and he's got some, you know, he's got God-given talent, and he's going to be mm-hmm. one of those next, you know, I play until I'm 42. But I, I worry about these guys who have all this great talent that we're watching, and they they can't get a team or somebody to back them to win a World Series. Well. Especially you know, if you stay with one team. Yeah, yeah and I right. know the World Series isn't everything, but that's yeah. what they play for. They play 162 games to play for that. Well, you want to get there, yeah. for sure. Mm-hmm. Look Everybody how long it took Wade Boggs. I mean, sure. he had to go to the Yankees to win a World Series. Right, right. That guy could hit. Yeah. Oh, and, and, you never know, and you never yeah. know, Corey, Mike Trout may get that World Series ring, depending on if this next thing pans out, which we're going to talk about later in the yep. show. Mm-hmm. Well, let's, with, talk uh, about, let's talk about what the Tigers did this week and get it over with. Cabrera had back-to-back uh, games with home runs. All right, that's it. Let's move on. There we go. But now, but, but now, realistically, the Tigers, their season is over. Yep, played um, 161 games. They are officially now on the clock for, with the yes, number sir. one pick in the uh, 2020 MLB draft. Mm-hmm. And all I got to say is I know a lot of people are saying, you got to get the best bat available. Yeah. Who is that? Uh, Torkelson? I'm not even going to look right now because... Right now, in my opinion, your past matters, but what you do in the, if you're a college player or a high school player this year, I care about what you do this season sure. up until draft point. Sure. And I'm more the fan that the number one pick, while yes, if it's a position player, you got to scoop it up. Sure. If, um, if there's a clear-cut number one and it's not a position player, if I'm the Tigers, you got to take the best talent at number one. Well, here's a question for you. We we just got done losing over 110 games. What was the final? Uh, 114. 114. 114. We lost 114 games. That was the season where it's like, 
we weren't going to do anything. We knew we weren't going to do anything. Yep. Injury plagued us. What do we do next year in terms of building up the, the, the farm system? Do we start seeing more of these Casey Mises? And I'm not saying directly Casey Mises, maybe even, you know, Manning. Manning or somebody come up and we start seeing a little bit more edge or competition. Really? Do we start building up and maybe go out and not get a big, huge contract bat, but maybe get a bat? You know, we, we signed a couple free sure, agents right. this year, and and uh, you know, the one it guy didn't pan out well. You know, he was he Harrison was hurt. and Harrison was yep. hurt most mm-hmm. of the year, and actually Mercer you turned know, it came around on towards the second half. Started to yeah. hit after mm-hmm. the All Star break, right? But he was on the DL. Right. I'm sorry, the the uh, IL for a while. <laughs> Real, realistically, though, when it comes to will there be competition, there will definitely be competition at spring training. Sure. Without a doubt, Mize, Manning, Fajardo, um I'm going to say right, yeah. Even Wentz. I yeah. believe all five of those guys are going to get yeah. spring training invites, let alone— I don't think anybody on the team, and that's including the big contracts like Cabrera, have an actual— Definitive role next year in Matthew terms Boyd. of if he's not traded. Matthew if he's not Boyd traded over the over the season, role. I think Matthew, Matthew Boyd's obviously there, right in the starting rotation. Yeah. But I don't think any of the starting rotation, including Fulmer, Daniel Norris, definitely Turnbull went south real quick. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I think I, I think this is a great opportunity to build up a five man rotation and and look at how we can really utilize. Arms. Yeah, no, they're gonna, they're gonna, they're gonna patchwork this, uh, this pitching staff again mm-hmm. next year. You think so? I think and they're, they're gonna, gonna give Mize, Manning, Fajardo, those guys one another more year another in the year. farm system. We'll probably see them at the end of next season. Sure. And hopefully the season after that that uh, we'll see them. Well, are you? you know, I happen to think somebody like Turnbull, Norris. Um, who backed up Norris? Verhagen. Mm-hmm. Uh, Verhagen, what a turnaround those for guys, him. Yeah. Those guys are serviceable. Sure. Boyd is Boyd could be a good pitcher. You know, Fulmer, is he coming off the DL in order to come back next year? Or is he going to be He's out most to. of the season next year? Yeah. If he is not healthy enough to pitch by the start of spring training, there is an issue with him medically mm-hmm. that I question that he will ever pitch in the majors again. When you have a guy who's <sighs> like come, a Bonderman when, situation. When you, got, when you have a guy who's coming off of, and I don't believe it was Tommy John originally. Mm-hmm. Uh, when you have him taking a year plus to come back mm-hmm. to be on that mound, Tommy John is a one-year, maybe a little bit more than a year recovery from the time of the surgery to when you're back on the mound pitching. Do you remember when Bonderman went down uh-huh. that year, and they were really afraid yeah. that that whatever was going on with his back and his arm and all that nerve damage mm-hmm. or whatever, he wasn't going to ever pitch yeah. again in the major leagues. So he came back and played uh, Chicago because I was in Chicago, the Sox, and he was giving up home runs like crazy. Yeah. His stuff just left, and that was that was Jeremy Bonderman's career. Well, right let's, let's hope Fulmer isn't. I, 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 I'm hoping not that that's not the way it goes. So yeah, he's a great pitcher. Mm-hmm. Um, well, you know, we had Reyes and Castro were, were bright spots, right? Yep. Mm-hmm. Uh, Cabrera, you know, no legs under him, hit what twelve home runs? Twelve. Jeez. Mercer yeah. Mercer hit two seventy, and after that, nobody else on the team hit over two fifty. Nope. Nobody. Not even your boy Ronnie Rodriguez. Not, what no. a good yeah, drummer. <laughs> good drum hit two forty eight. I kind of like him. You know that that's going that, to that's going to be the interesting one because I believe this year is when we have to decide whether or not we're going to extend Goodrum. Yeah, I believe he can walk at the end of this year. And sure. uh, the bigger question is going to be, 
who who the Tigers hold on to prospect wise before the Rule Five draft. Mm-hmm. Um, they've already added Franklin Perez back to the forty man roster because mm-hmm. if they didn't, they would more than likely lose him. Bo Burrows is the real name you got to watch, in my opinion. And I won't be shocked if they don't add him to the forty man. You, yeah, I, mean, yeah. I mean, you've got you've got Manning, Mize, Fiedo, Wentz, and Scooble. You've got other prospects who are in earlier parts of uh, single A. If I'm the Tigers, I may let Burroughs go if I don't think he can play a role on the major league team next year. Sure. Because my rotation to probably start Triple A, mm-hmm. start of their season, Mize, Manning, Fiedo. Went Scooble. Mm-hmm. I don't see a scenario where four or f- all five of them aren't in that uh, rotation. Yeah, and I mean, I agree with you, Jess. It probably won't come up this year, but if they do, it's probably going to either be Manning or it's going to be Fiedo. We got to win seventy-eight um, games next year. <laughs> <laughs> are you putting in your That's a big jump. already, Corey? Are we quoting you no, on your no, prediction no. already? We'll do that after the winter meetings oh, when okay. we can take our prediction. I think they got to grab a okay. free agent, uh, a la well, Pudge Rodriguez, but we in turn start turning it around and giving us Tiger fans something to say. Okay, they're throwing us a crumb here. Yeah, you need somebody because Cabrera is not the guy. He's just not. They'll yeah. sign a couple more one-year deals with somebody who. I don't can want hit a one-year a deal. Bit. Well, I don't either. Well, but that's what we're going to get. I want one guy what, that's going to come here and want to anchor the team. What, I like the yeah, clubhouse forward. presence, clubhouse yes. leader. That's what I want. What position though are we going to sign a guy to one-year deal? Because right now, looking around the diamond, you got Condolario either at third or first. You've got um, Lugo either playing second or third. Mm-hmm. You got Willie Castro. I believe he will be the starting shortstop at the start of next year. Corey's giving me a look. No, I'm just it's it's uh, it's, it's, it's it's a very interesting uh, game of chess that we're playing yeah. right now because I we mean, have so many different. You know types who of I pieces. would have liked at shortstop this year? Who's that? Don't say Iglesias. Yeah, say it, say it. Iglesias. Eugenio Suarez. Oh, right. oh from oh. Cincinnati. He's what a good he third baseman too. You know, did he hit? He he didn't quite get 49. to 50 home runs. Did no. He? No. 49 freaking home runs from a guy I, who we didn't want. I know. I, I, I miss Suarez. I Trust me, I miss him. He was a great... I thought he honestly played oh. even just a little bit more tactfully like, the than Iglesias did. We got Alfredo Simon in that deal. How'd they steal oh, right. We got a pasta dish. <laughs> that was, Alfredo Simon was the guy formerly known as... He had Alfredo another name Simon. before he came here. Uh, uh, it doesn't matter. Randall Simon? <laughs> no, that's a different Simon. No, no. It, it, he had a totally different name. Simon says lose. Yeah. Maybe I've got the wrong guy. <laughs> no, I think he might be the wrong guy. I have the wrong guy. Anyway, uh, you know, they, Dixon was kind of a bright spot for a while. Yep. He had some power. Yep. I don't think he'll be back. You know, I think he was like kind of like the... Uh, Stopgap. The stopgap. It was yeah. that one guy that, like, sort of like how John Hicks had it the year before, and he was kind of come, and he came up, and he was hitting, and he looked like uh, a big, powerful guy. And I we, think it was. It we was agree, a, agree to disagree on that. We, one. we also uh, let okay. James McCann go, all star, hit about two seventy five this year, uh, hit a, hit a, a number of bombs. Yeah, great catcher. No, he wasn't good enough for us. We wanted yeah, Grayson Griner. But and Grayson Griner was out most of the season. It, it's a, it, I think it's that new legs, that new breath that you get when you walk onto a new team when you've yeah. had unproductive seasons and 14 mm-hmm. losses. Yep. That was the new yep. new breath. I well, I think it was, I mean I I'm talking in terms of breath players. for McCannon. Yeah, yeah, it was yeah, you know, yeah. <laughs> He's still McCannon in your book. But no, I think it's just that fresh breath because 
yeah, we can say, yeah, if we held on to McCann one more year, was he going to be productive like he was with the White Sox? Or like how we said it with Alex Avila. Yeah, was he going to be productive again? And then all of a sudden he goes to the Cubbies and he's hitting really well. Or well, we use him thing. as trade Don't bait. mention the Cubbies. The <laughs> people that we send the Cubs. <laughs> the Please. Tigers are not the Lions. No. The Lions can go 0-16 and mm-hmm. fill that place. Sure. Right? When the if the Tigers start off next season poorly, mm-hmm. they're not going to sell any seats no. next year. No, nope. and it was it was sad to watch. You could see that the television crew worked hard to f- not to, to show, show the empty not seat. to show the seats down the line mm-hmm. or in the outfield. I know because nobody was there. Nope, and people people vote. You know, I don't care how much money you make. You're not going to buy season tickets for the Tigers if you know that they're not going to put any money into the team. Well, why do you think they? Why do you think the Phillies went out and got Bryce Harper? And it didn't help, did it? Didn't it? because they it thought the he'd make the difference. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it's, it isn't just it isn't just a big name. Yeah, Harper's a big name, but he's not Pudge Rod- Rodriguez. Nope. Remember when Pudge came here? Yeah. It made a that's difference what, in the that's, what that's, saying. Saying. Yeah. that's what Matt was saying. That's what Matt was saying. Yeah, yeah. we need guy. a club. We need that 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 extra kick in the pants to say your, go out there and compete. Your right exactly. fielder won't make as big a difference as your catcher, right? Right. Pudge Pudge had uh, had it. Well, listen, okay. Pudge had a gun mm-hmm. and a great arm. And he had speed. And he could hit. Uh-huh. Yeah. You know, there aren't many people around like that. No. So I w- you can have a Bryce Harper who's going to hit 240, mm-hmm. maybe hit 30 home runs, mm-hmm. going to strike out 150 times. Mm-hmm. You know, it. I, I don't want that. No. I Personally, I want on-base percentage. Yeah. But so that's I, just me. I would like to bring up a devil's advocate in this scenario. <laughs> if we really think about it, if we could have had... Not Pudge at the time we got Pudge. Yeah. But instead we got instead we got a Tory Hunter, like we ended up getting eventually sure. towards the end of his career. I mean, yes, he was not a big name because of who we already had on that roster. Clubhouse presses. I still love having him. Clubhouse presses. never should have gotten So, rude. I mean, in this scenario, I don't mind if it's a right fielder. I don't mind if it's a catcher. But I don't want to, at this moment, this offseason, be dealing out... A two-year, right. fifty million dollar right. contract. So, if I'm right. bringing in no, right. anyone to lead the clubhouse, I'm saying right, you've got to understand right. they're not going to spend that much money anyway. Right. Before before we get to the next topic, though, um, what did you guys think of? How, what did you think of how our manager, Mr. Gardenhire, handled this season? I think I think the fact he didn't have a nervous breakdown, <laughs> yeah, means he handled it pretty well. I thought so too. Didn't I mean, he have chest pains? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> he did that one did. game, and he had to he be did. removed. You know, um, it, I mean, they got to him. Yeah, the manager doesn't play in the field, and, right? And they made so many uh, errors mm-hmm. and non-plays, right? You know, if when I'm pitching with the guys I play with, mm-hmm. if they don't catch a ground ball that they should get to, yep, it bugs me. Sure. You know, not that I would have gotten to it had I been out there. No, right. But still, but yeah, you, yeah. You, these are these are big league ball players. Right. Mm-hmm. We're used to you know we, we got there's a heritage here at shortstop. Yeah. You know, you go back to Trammell. Mm-hmm. You go back to um, um, even Ray Euler in '68. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Great shortstops. These guys they could go and get it. Mm-hmm. You go back to way back to Billy Rogel. Mm-hmm. Guys who could play. Yep. Mm-hmm. That shortstop position. Yeah. We didn't have that here this year. No. We didn't have any range at shortstop. No, there was nothing. There wasn't a lot of range at second base, nope. a la Kinsler. A la Kinsler. 
and uh, it showed. Yeah. There were balls that got through the infield that should mm-hmm. never have gotten through. Yeah. There were balls that should have been made plays made on that turned into errors. I know. I saw Ronnie Rodriguez in a game the other day throw one in the dirt <laughs> that a good first baseman would have had, but yep. Hicks was at first, sure. and it was an error, yep. and it cost them a run. Yeah. Now that didn't didn't make any difference in the season. No, right. But if if you're Ron Gardenhire, who are you gonna put out there? Yeah. Cabrera can't play. No. So that, my choice you, is Dixon or Hicks or yeah. Candelario at first yep. base. Mm-hmm. You put the catch net out there. There you go. Yeah. <laughs> Hopefully the catch net will catch the ball. Um, and and I don't like to be a, a, a downer on the Tigers. No, I get it. I'm a fan. Yeah. I love There's the Tigers. There's passion behind it. That's why we have these conversations. I, I grew up. You know, yeah. we'd play. We'd play out in this little vacant lot behind a, a, our house and and you know every time you came up to bat you were a different tiger yeah. mm-hmm. and it didn't matter who the tiger was you know if 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 you were norm cash you got up and batted left-handed I'm if you were yeah. al Kaline, you mm-hmm. batted right-handed if you're willie horton you batted right-handed right you know jim north or who, whoever mm-hmm. yeah and and uh you know those are guys i grew up just saying wow that's who i want to be oh yeah and those guys could play. You know, I'm sure when, when the Lions are 8-1-1, one, and one, Tom is going to have the same feelings as oh, yeah, we're man. having right There's now. no question. So. <laughs> hey, man. When they're 8-1-1. I've had my brains one. bashed yep. out plenty of times in yeah. sports. Yeah. Plenty of times. Tigers mean, won two World Series since, the, since uh, World War II. That's what they've won. That's what it comes down to. They haven't been a great team for a long time. And they've been in two others. Yes. Yeah. The Lions, however... Have been to the Super Bowl. Um, Zero. Let me let me yeah, remember uh, what year. You might have to use both hands for this one. Fifty-seven. <laughs> Wasn't a Super Bowl then. Nineteen fifty-seven was. I was four years old. I was a little kid. I mm-hmm. don't remember. I do remember him going to the runner-up bowl and playing against Pittsburgh. Oh. Yeah, they that lost was the, exciting. I thought they lost to the Cowboys too, but maybe that wasn't the NFC Championship back in no, the early seventies. No. That was mm-hmm. a was that, that a divisional yeah, game? Yeah, it was a divisional. Was it a five nothing or something like that? I think it was five to two, something like that. <laughs> we sure are we sure they weren't playing baseball on the football field? No, it was <laughs> That's just, changing it was, next year. It was just no more baseball. No more baseball stadiums. Oakland Alameda County yeah. Coliseum. Mm-hmm. That's yeah. a mouthful. All right, we better yeah. we better move on a little bit. Sure. Well, uh, the Tigers announced their coaching staff mm-hmm. for next year. Yep. And boy, is it a shocking, you know, twist and development. Well, we're going to have yeah. a different third base coach. Yeah, we're just, you know, no, Clarky's Clarkie. gone. The true. No, Clarky's not gone. Clarky's going over to first. Santiago's going to go over to third. For the love of well, Pete. Um, I've heard multiple reasons why. That should at least give us and a little I, and, I bo- and I don't quite agree with why they're doing it. At least if this is true on why they're doing it. Oh, they're taking they, McClendon to the bench? They are trusting Santiago more with whether or not to send guys in the are Dave Clark. He's got a little bit more range and a little bit more ability to do this instead of, you Who know. Is, I don't know. Dave Clark, he would just, from the minute the ball is hit going, <laughs> come on, you're going to make it. Even the Cabrera yeah, a whole bunch of times Here's what year. happened. It, they, had to teach, uh, they had to teach Ramon Santiago how to give the signs in English. Yeah. That's all. Yeah. Uh, but <laughs> Joe Vavra, who the heck is that? I don't um, know. Yeah. He's, he's been the our, hitting coach. <laughs> he's been our, uh, oh, what has he been? Special he's, he's assistant been, to the traveling secretary? No, he's been, he's, he's been with the team for a while, and actually they're searching for his replacement right now. Um, 
player Ooh. development, I believe. Oh, player development. With, with right. a major league team. Well, McClendon um, couldn't do anything with what we got last year, this know, year. So. I'm actually perfectly fine with Lloyd McClendon being the bench coach because I'm kind of hoping next year we see a game where Garden Hire's thrown out. And McClendon now, has now, to take now, over? Now McClendon's the manager. And there's like a you know a play at third, and he has to go back out and take the base and go off the field again. And then McClendon gets thrown out, and then it's right back to Rick Anderson. Why not? Who was the yeah. bench coach this past year? Did we have one this year? Oh, no, wasn't it Steve Little? Oh yeah, where's Steve? He's at? retiring. No, he is retired at the his age po- of sixty. His post game shows were so good when 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 Gardenhire was gone. He was the nicest man with a southern accent. Hey, we have uh, somebody on the phone to talk to us about what's going on in the postseason. Okay, I think Scott's here. Are you with us, Scott? Hey guys, how are you? Hey Scott. Hey Scotty. Hi. Well, your Cardinals made it. Uh, yeah, I won't say they backed in. Uh, they had a nice last day, but the uh, the four game sweep the week before in Chicago was certainly historic for them. That was actually that was the first time since 1921 that the Cardinals won four games at Wrigley. But I'm still high on the Cardinals, and uh, I think they're going to be the surprise. And I think the baseball world, all of the baseball world, is going to learn a new name. That name is Jack Flaherty because this kid is the real deal. And if he gets hot and uh, Hudson keeps pitching well, we could go pretty deep. And uh, I'm I'm high on them right now, real high. Well, uh, in the bullpen, there's is Gallegos in the bullpen for for the Cardinals. Yeah, you have Gallegos. I think the biggest for the first series against Atlanta. There's a huge matchup. And he has pitched okay. He hasn't pitched great. He hasn't pitched bad. But Andrew Miller needs to step it up now, and he needs to be able to get Freddie Freeman and a couple other of those left-handed bats of theirs out in key situations in the seventh and eighth inning. And if he can do that, I think the Cardinals have a good chance to win the first series. What about Wainwright? How's he been? Uh, Wainwright has finished strongly. You guys signed a $1 million contract, and with all his incentives, he earned $9 more million. So I definitely see Wainwright only pitching at home. Um, he'll certainly get a, a spot on the rotation. I think they'll go with a four-man rotation or a three. I call a three and a half man. It'll be uh, Flaherty, Hudson, Wainwright slash uh, Michaelis. I don't think Wa- Walk is hurting anyway, so I don't think the Cardinals will use a fourth star, a fifth starter. But uh, yeah, I'm. I'm uh, I think they're going to do well, and. Um, I think the Nationals are going to do well. Yeah, uh, Nationals have Scherzer going tonight. Yeah, they're not going to lose that game. You can bet your house on it. So uh, I guess uh, Scherzer will not lose a, a play-in game like this. And I think with That's their the pitching, I think it's, I think the biggest <laughs> upset is going to be the the Dodgers go out early. That's uh, that's my other big prediction. I mean, somebody big always falls, and I think they're going to. I think they're going to go down. I think they just have run out. And I think, uh, listen, you play the San Francisco Giants and all of the teams out there in the West 18 times each. Give me a break. I think their their record's a little padded. Although they are good, and I'm not taking anything away from them. But I think uh, good pitching always beats good hitting. And uh, with Scherzer, uh, Strasburg, and uh, the other guys I got, they're going to be tough. If Nationals win today, I I could definitely see them beating the Dodgers in, in, uh, in five games. I can. Wow. Well, I'm pulling for the cards, and I'm pulling for anybody but the Yankees in the American League. Well, here's my World Series prediction. 
we are going to relive the 1964 World Series and the St. Louis Cardinals will beat the New York Yankees in Game 7 at Yankee Stadium. <laughs> I love it. And you know what? I'll be at every damn game. <laughs> How could you go against your hometown team? That's what I heard you were a New Yorker. I am a New Yorker, yeah, but I'm a lifelong Red Cardinals fan. Why? So, uh, Why? It was, uh, I root for the Yankees against anybody except the Cardinals. So, uh um, that would be, I thought we almost had that a couple of years ago, uh, you know, 10, 15 years ago when the Red Sox came back from 3 nothing. That would have been a Cardinal yeah. Yankee World Series. So I'd, I'd love yeah. to see a, mm-hmm. I'd like to see a rematch of any. I mean, if you told me it was Dodgers Yankees, I could get into that too. I'm all into the classic teams. Well, and uh, those would, are the three that are in it right now. I know Major League Baseball wouldn't like to see it, but I'd like to see a Cardinals Twins World Series. <laughs> you know what? Because... I thought about that too. I'd love, uh, I love some payback from '87. And, and you know, um, the, yeah, the nice I, thing... I think the Twins. Uh, I, I think we're in for a great postseason. Um, you know, I'm looking at the Scherzer tonight. And I like the A's tomorrow, mm-hmm. and then uh, I think we're going to see uh, some great baseball. And uh, it's it's baseball's time of year now. This is it. Sure. This is uh, why baseball is so great. And uh, this is the time you really, really pay attention and you overanalyze every damn pitch and everything else. But that's what <laughs> I'll tell you what. You can bet the over under on the. You can bet the over in the Yankees Twins series. I can tell you that yeah. they're going to score yeah, a lot yeah, of runs. Sure. And games uh, will be four be, to five I think hours. the Yankees could actually slug their way all the way. I just. Yeah, it's, uh, they haven't got the starting pitching. How they've done it right. with what they have, it's, I mean, amazing. it's amazing. They just slug and slug. I mean, you know, Lemayu, come on, mm-hmm. he's going to be the American League MVP probably, and he's come out of nowhere. Yep, a uh, good ball player was an afterthought trade just as a security blanket for an injury, and he's turned out to be a great, great player. Well, DJ uh, Lemayu went to high school here in the Detroit area, so we're we're, oh, wow. we're happy for him. Well, uh, speaking but, of Detroit, go I got a message from a mutual friend of ours, uh, John Warden. Oh, and yeah. John Warden says he is putting a team together for the Play at the Plate Fantasy Camp World Series in Iowa. You know, anybody that knows John Warden loves John Warden. Oh, he's a life yeah. of the party. Yeah, he is hilarious. Uh, I, we used to watch him uh, on uh, Cold Pizza on ESPN. Yep. He was the baseball He's, He is one of the yeah. funniest people of all time. I mean, he just, uh, you know, John had a, uh, had a brief career. He won four games for the 68 world champion Tigers. And he always ribs me about that because they played the Cardinals and won. But I always give it back to Johnny because only one player didn't get a chance to play in that yeah. World Series Poor from John. both teams. And it was John Warden. And I have, every time I see him, that the only reason you guys won because I wouldn't let you play. So, uh well, he has a lot of fun with it, but uh, he always he'll introduce himself. He and McLean uh, won 35 uh, games To a banquet year. or whatever, saying uh, between me and Danny <laughs> McLean, we won 35 games. Yeah, yeah. he won four of them. <laughs> but uh, he's a great player, a great uh, person. I love Johnny. Hey, by the way, he was the winningest pitcher in baseball in April of 1968 at the time. Wow, I didn't know he won all the games, really. I didn't know that. Yeah, he, he It was too bad, too, because he went in the expansion draft to the Royals and Came down with a sore arm, and that was it. Yep. But you know what? Kudos to him. He's carved out a life in the game he loves, and he's great at what he does. I had the great pleasure of working with Johnny for uh, seven or eight years with MLB at the Fantasy Camp, and we had a lot of fun together, him and I, and uh, I'm looking forward to seeing him out in Iowa next year. I think I got a Warden Royals card at home. I'm pretty sure I yep, do. Yep, I'm I've seen to. that. Yeah, kind, what a kind man. I'd love to get John on here sometime. We need to work on that. Sure. You know what? I'll uh, I'll talk. I'll get him on. 
Okay, cool. Thank you. I appreciate that. Well, what's no worries. Going, what's going on with Play at the Plate right now? Well, our next event is uh, uh, just under two weeks. It'll be our last event of the season. We're going out to Rickwood Field. We have four teams to play America's oldest ballpark in beautiful Birmingham, Alabama. And then uh, I'll drive around a little bit and scour the South and Midwest or possible places to play, but a little time off, and then we'll uh, start plugging away and getting ready for 2020. So everybody, you have room to to go to Rickwood? I still have a few spots. Anybody wants to have a great, to be able to play Rickwood Field, by the way, is a privilege. And uh, we're one of the few organizations that get a chance to rent it out. So if you want to have a great baseball experience and play at America's oldest park, uh, it is absolutely beautiful. Uh, it's a great field, and uh, please join us. Well, that's uh, playattheplate.org if you want to check it out or you want to look at anything. You know, my wife is already bugging me about going to Iowa next year with Joey. And, uh, you know, I, I though I'd, I I think I'd like to go to Iowa, I really love playing in uh, uh Well, you'll be part West of it, then. You'll be part of the Tigers. I mean, we're going to have one week in Iowa. It's going to be the fantasy camp. You can bring Joey. And... Uh, Johnny's going to get a team together. I know he is because okay. he came out of nowhere and, and approached me. And I think the war is out about that now. And I think we'll have six or eight major league fantasy camp teams playing there next year. And I'm hoping that the major league game is two weeks after us. I'm hoping that field is ready and somehow I can finagle my way into maybe playing the championship game on that field yeah, well, before MLB plays there. They'll need us to try it out, right? Of course. They, they need to have test one somewhere. Hey, uh, by the way, by the way I, have to, I have to do have to tell you that two weeks ago, our event at Texas was probably Play at the Plate's greatest event in 17 years. Wow. It was, uh, I paid for a lot of extras. I will tell you the Texas Rangers just delivered on every one of them and provided our clients with an unbelievable experience. And uh, we are already talking about an event there next year at the new ballpark. So stay tuned on that at playattheplate.org. And uh, i got to tell you, my favorite, and I've, I've been to several events of yours, Scott. My favorite by far has been West Palm Beach. That well, thank you. I just that's, love that's, it uh, I, and, and have met wonderful people, and the, the facilities are awesome, and the fields are great. Yep, they uh, are. Well, we're going so anyway. to run a little promo that shows uh, uh, Iowa. And thank you for joining us today, Scott. Really appreciate it. And go Cards. I appreciate it, guys. Enjoy the playoff games. Go Yankees, Scott. (laughs) Go Cards. Hey, go Cards. Come on. (laughs) You want me to call back? I'm sending everybody a Cardinal hat tomorrow, UPS overnight. I want them on. I'll wear them. I'll wear them. You send them. I'll wear them. All right, cool. See you, Scott. I have a big head. All right, guys. Take care. Thanks for having me on. Thank you. Bye-bye. See you. Would you like to play some baseball? Do you still dream of playing on a major league field, experiencing the magic of places like Field of Dreams? For 15 years, Play at the Plate has been making dreams come true. Play at the Plate offers you the chance to play ball. Join us for a lifetime experience. Go to playattheplate.org or call Scott Green at 631-255-4475. That's 631-255-4475. Well, we have a lot of other news besides uh, the postseason. We've got uh, some postseason-type things, right? We've got a whole bunch of managers looking for jobs. Bye-bye. Madden 
resigned with the Cubs? Uh, they they decided to mutually depart. Part let's, ways, just yep. put it, let's just put it that way. because he already had a job. Yeah, I'll, I'll bet. I'll, yeah. bet. I'll bet he already had a job. I'll bet, uh, well, what I'm reading is that he's going to L.A. He's smart. That That's where the majority of people believe he will go. Because and how could he go there? Oh, wait. Wait a minute. Their manager got fired. <gasps> and who was yeah. their manager? Somebody who used to be here who should remain nameless. Yeah, right. I was gonna say. I was gonna say a guy who just <laughs> celebrated the Jewish New Year. Oh, yeah. Well. Shana Tova. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Happy New Year! You're fired. <laughs> yeah. Hey, he's still an Ivy Leaguer. Yeah. <laughs> wow. And and as I heard a guy on one of the radio stations say today, but he's so handsome. He is. He is handsome. I, I think. With, I think with the stress of the job, he's become less handsome. Yeah, he's the gray that, is he's definitely got all that poking gray out. Hair now. Yeah, it's poking out. Um, you want to laugh? I bet you he could wind up in San Diego. That's where be. he wanted to go in the first I place mean, back yeah, in the day. Could. I just uh, Joe Madden could wind up in in San Diego. It could be the, the Angels, the the Mets is is, is a great job. Well, but I, I know they have they have the guy Madden already have a history with the Angels, yeah. and he managed yeah. there for like. A while. He was a bench coach. Yeah. Okay. Well, they're t- and they're talking about, uh, you know, the Cubs, uh, they need a manager, mm-hmm. right? Raul Abanez. I, I like the, the the first name I heard possibly to replace Madden, that being David Ross. But David Ross has no managerial experience. He, but just like Osmus, yeah. he was a catcher. Yeah. So Ooh. he obviously is suitable to be a manager. Aaron Boone I mean, left the booth and became the Yankees I, yeah. manager. That's yeah. what David Ross wants. Well, yeah. Aaron Boone also inherited a team with what the Rookie of the Year, the National League MVP. Uh, you still have prob- to manage. Probably, right? probably the best closer in baseball at the time when sure. he when he first started there. And that's right. Ross has been an analyst on ESPN mm-hmm. yeah. for mm-hmm. the last couple of years, hasn't yep. he? He's politic to get the gig. Yeah. He went yeah. on TV the other night and he, said, "I'd like to get it." I, I think he's he got. I think he's got baseball smarts. Yeah. I think you he's. Know, I think he could. And it worked out really well here sure. in Detroit for the Lions. We had an analyst. Oh who yeah, he was good. The GM. Yeah, he mm-hmm. was great. That worked out really well. He was really good. <laughs> Double M. Yeah. <laughs> well, uh, the Pirates got rid of Clint Hurdle. Yeah, maybe the culture there will change a little bit now. You know, we we kept hearing about the culture in Pittsburgh with Clint Hurdle as the manager. It was kind sure. of a. Aggressive, dirty. Mm-hmm. You're happy about this, aren't you? I, I kind of am. I mean, you think he'll like, get picked they, up they, somewhere else? You know, the irony I'm kind of thinking is, what if Clinton Hurdle goes to the Cubs? Because Clinton Hurdle seemed to, seemed to have pissed off every team in the NL Central. Yeah, he has bad blood with every single one. And the irony of this whole thing is, if he goes to Chicago, I can only imagine. Where that franchise will go downhill from? Yeah. Well, keeping um, keeping with the mixing metaphors, mixing sports sports teams. Remember, remember Chris Chelios playing for the Blackhawks. How we hated him. Yeah. Then he came remember how we loved him when yeah, he came of course. here. That may be that may work for uh, Clint Hurdle. Yeah, uh, I think I think it's a I different it's scenario, a scenario when you're a manager versus yeah. player. He got the Rockies to the to the playoffs to the World Series, I think. And yeah. he got and he got the Pirates back in the thick of it a few yeah. years yep. ago. And mm-hmm. He's a good manager. I mean, yeah. I like him. And he has a cousin who teaches. I think it's a cousin at Bloomfield Hills High School because Joey had Mr. Hurdle for a class in his uh, freshman or sophomore year. And he was so impressed that Clint Hurdle's cousin (laughs) was teaching the class, Mr. Hurdle. How about that? Yeah. So uh, he's got to be a good guy. 
It's got to be. He has a Michigan connection. Of course. Sure. Well, uh, so we are. We already said Osmus got canned at, out there in L.A. And there is and an opening in San Diego, right? <laughs> there is an Andy opening Reeves. in San Diego. I think, though, the most appealing job open right now has got to be with the Angels. Sure. The the ability to be able to manage a team with Mike Trout, yeah, and, and Otani, yeah. Um, and then you got who I was hoping was going to come up this year. He he didn't, and he'll be up next year without a doubt in my mind. Joe Adele. Adele, yeah. He, people are saying he's gonna be like a mini Mike Trout, kind of like how people are saying Avisiel Garcia was gonna be mini Miggy. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I don't think he's gonna be as good as Trout. Look, Miggy that, that, that became a standard. Yeah, Look, beautiful weather, <laughs> you know, an amazing stadium, a, a lineup that you barely really have to kind of work at it to mm-hmm. win games, Mr. Osmus. Um, well, he had the same issue why, out there in LA. That, that is that Detroit. is prime location. That's prime location. Yeah. That is that's yeah. what you want. You just need to live somewhere very close to the ballpark, or it'll take you four or five hours sure. to get there. That's fine. I'll live Moreno in the ballpark. Ballpark. But, but He's I got mean, deep pockets. Os- Osmus had the same issue with the Angels that he had with the Tigers, and that was he didn't know how to use the pitching staff. He didn't know how now, to manage a team that had t- God-given now, talent. They did have a lot to, of injuries out there. Let's you want to be po- fair about that. To make that. the point, though, he had a as, probably as good of a lineup hitting as he did in Detroit. Yeah. He had a much worse rotation and bullpen than he had in Detroit. Yeah. But so, you work around it. But that, but that's the thing with the Angels. They've always had a good lineup. They need to go out and they need to sign a top of the rotation mm-hmm. uh, pitcher this year. Sure. And could Garrett Cole make his way over to the dun, to dun, the Angels? Dun. Could possibly. I think that's the, I think American that's the League. person they got to target. If I'm a Major League Baseball player, Yankees will get him. By the way, yeah, yeah probably. <laughs> no, I think they're going to go after Bumgarner. I don't want to play in New York. And I don't want to play in California. Okay. And and the reason for that is, you know, I come, you know, came to this business from a financial background. Mm-hmm. I don't want to pay the taxes. Uh. I'd rather play in Tampa, or Miami, Atlanta, even Texas, you know, Houston or Detroit. Dallas. Sure. I I don't want to play pay those huge taxes, crazy income taxes. Yeah. Yeah. But that's uh, that's for another show. We'll do that on one of the hey, uh, with, business but, shows. But with Tam- insurance with Tampa now. Bay, insurance though. mainly. <laughs> but with Tampa Bay, you know, you may go there, and you know, next year or the year following, you may be spending half your year in Canada, mm-hmm. in Montreal. Um, You're not I don't know if that's half the year. Yeah, they're going to be playing half the year in Tampa, half the year I, in Montreal. They haven't agreed to that. They're not going to agree they, to that. They, you know, I'll be players shocked. union will. Never I will be that. shocked if they don't agree to it because right now Tampa Bay. They have no they, fans. They, they can't afford to stay a whole year in Tampa Bay. The team is either going to get moved or it's got to split. It's got to split or it's just going to be moved out of Tampa Bay, probably out of Florida, period. A place where they've been pushing for a major league team, and I would love to see one, is Portland. So what do you call the team then? Um, you do what we've been doing in the sports. The Tampa Bay Montreal no. Canadian good-looking poutine Prize? Uh, you, 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 is that what you call them? Is that what you call them? <laughs> How about the Utah Jazz? Come on, man. How about that uh, great jazz in oh, Utah? Oh, I love that. Yeah. That's just very interesting. So the you Montreal think Portland? Rays. The Mo- <laughs> Come 
Because there's a lot of stingrays. Montreal Bay Rays. Oh. People forget Montreal, they didn't support their team either, especially at the end. They didn't, but I think they realize now there is still a good following in Canada for another team. But there's recently been a push also out on the West Coast in Portland. I believe Russell Wilson has even started putting money into a a campaign that they've been running for about a year now to get a Major League Baseball team out in Portland, Oregon. He should still, still come play baseball. I think, honestly, if he stopped hey, the, the Corey, shenanigans Corey, out there with the football. He, he, he did. I'm trying to recall. Did the... Uh, yeah, was it, who did he originally get drafted by? Because he originally got Texas. drafted by Texas or the Yankees. It was Texas. And then, and then his, got, and then his and rights then the, got traded. Got traded so, to the Yankees. So, no, we don't want him to come until his rights are gone with the Yankees. No, and he can just be a haters. free agent. Yeah, you can take a bunch of haters right in here. Yeah. I mean, yeah, that's, that's true. I mean, <laughs> in my opinion, the Yankees don't need any more offensive power. Sure. They need, well, they, they need uh, to yeah, solidify that knows? pitching. They need who to get healthy in the pitching. He hasn't played a game in years. Here's some other baseball news. Anthony Rendon reportedly has received a seven-year Extension between two ten and two fifteen million mackerel. Now there's a guy who should be playing tonight, right? He's mm-hmm. playing for the Nationals. Sure, I don't batted, see him signing. I just yet. don't understand why you batted give him three nineteen, hundred seventeen runs, one hundred twenty six ribbies. Uh-huh. He only stole five bases, but he had non base percentage of four twelve and an OPS of one point zero one. I just don't believe in giving the extensions as you're walking into the postseason. It's just for me, well, it's they, kind of they, they don't want to lose them like they no, lost Harper. I get it, <laughs> but it's just that whole focus on the game. You I, have a game plan. I think losing right Harper now. actually helped the, the mm-hmm. Nationals. I think it changed the the, the concept of it. Well, it yeah. gives them more money to give guys like him. And I think I think attitude wise, you know, he believes he's the whole team. At least that's his image. Sure. Okay, I'll give it the took him like three hours to get his hair ready. So not get into how big um, some baseball players are with making sure their hair Pretty. and their. Were All their pretty? accessories look well, good before the game. you have that MLB beard going. Nice and I pretty. Mean, Either my, that or my, my you become my Amish big, on My biggest something. pet peeve when I worked at Comerica Park in the clubhouse was how long it took some of these players to moose their hair <laughs> to uh, you know make sure every like hair was combed in the proper like direction. Can you, give us, proper can you give us some names? Well, I can tell you, Ian Kinsler in the middle of the <laughs> in the middle of the clubhouse, right by his locker, some days would just be butt naked and be putting on rubber gloves and wow. doing body inspections. In the middle of the clubhouse. You're kidding well, me. that's interesting. That's not where I thought that story was going. Well, wow. <laughs> we're talking about interesting stories. I've got plenty of that's, oh my God, that's a whole show. That's, that's, a whole, what, that's yeah. what Tom calls a, a good influence in the clubhouse. Wow. <laughs> I wouldn't say that. But, well, but I'd like to hear more about it. But, but Kinsler is a great guy, but yeah. that was one thing that I was always like, that that's a little... Bizarre. Hear more of Ethan's stories on Lions Rap. Coming up. <laughs> Feel free That's to right. tune in. Lions Rap, uh, October 14th mm-hmm. at, at, six, at o'clock. 6 o'clock. Monday yep. Night Mr. Football. Yep. We're going to yep. be uh, just before the Detroit Lions game. Uh, man, 
Yeah, they, they, got they don't great, have they, a real good record on Monday yeah. nights either, by the way. Mr. Joe's got good food. They got they a lot of space, a lot of television, so we can all sit and watch Best the game. hamburgers around. They're delicious. Yeah. They're huge. The meat patties were big, but they were a half pound. Yeah, yeah come they're down. good. And so, Tom, Tom will take a picture with you, too. All right. I'll eat uh, some of your dinner. And he'll eat some of your dinner. Whoops. <laughs> 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 you got all excited. <laughs> well, speaking of food. Whoa. Well, wait a minute. Down on the farm. Far. Okay, yeah. yeah. There we go. We want to talk about uh, uh, a lion, uh, tigers. Uh, gee, I've got the lions in my mind. <laughs> a tiger pitcher who is a prospect. He's yep. 21 years old. Mm-hmm. Carlos Guzman. Yes. Mr. Guzman uh, appeared at West Michigan this year, appeared in seven games. All of them were starts. 2-2 two and two record with a 2-7-3 ERA, a 1.24 whip. Over 33 innings, he struck out 27 while walking 18. Um, could be a, in my more opinion, more of a bullpen piece down the road. Sure. But... Well, the, the strikeouts are impressive at that level for his age. It's a little, it's too many walks. Yeah. However, the whip, comp- when you add those mm-hmm. walks in, make it look like he hasn't given up a lot of hits. Yeah. So um, it's uh, encouraging. It's only seven games. Mm-hmm. He's at West Michigan. He'll be there uh, with Riley Green next year, and we'll see what happens. We will. We need to take a road trip out there and see uh, Mr. Parrish Go see the White coaching. Caps. Yeah. yeah, I'll go see the White Caps. Scored Stadium. I haven't seen a game there. Yeah, it's great. It's a great it venue. Is. and. Mm-hmm. And they have cool. They've got great food at minor leagues. Yeah, stadiums. they have the big yeah. burger challenge where if you eat it oh, all we're, before we're going to be talking about a, a, a challenge in a in a minute in our food segment. Okay. Um, we well, got why don't a we get big to that? one? Okay. Why don't we get to the food yeah, segment? I'm so we got two foods. I'm getting hungry. Yeah. It's it's yeah. coming up on two o'clock. I haven't had yeah. lunch. So we got food this week from two other minor league ballparks. The first is going to be coming courtesy of the Hickory Crawdads from the LP Franz Stadium. Mm. And this is called the Claw Lassel. I get it. The it Claw Lassel. It is a foot-long chili cheese dog, pub chips, a half-pound burger, a pulled pork sandwich, a corn dog, five onion rings, <laughs> two jalapeno poppers, and two pickle spears. This is everything but the kitchen sink. And they have the Colossal Challenge. What is the challenge? Finish the whole thing in six outs or less, and you'll get your money back and be enshrined on the... Six outs from the time you purchased this? Wow. So you need some big innings. And you Um, get your name. As one inning of eating all that food? You get it. You get it. You know, you get your money back, and you get on the Colossal Wall of Fame. How about that? <laughs> oh, you know my what? God. That's a family of <laughs> with leftovers. Yeah. I think we could who, do it. Who would like to can take part it? in this yeah. challenge? Yeah. Well, yeah, can you, sh- can yeah, you, can share, you share, the, it? share it? Um, yeah, we need to go there. Was it a one-person thing? That detail was not provided. We need oh. to go there. Okay. I'll give we it a shot. Yeah, I'm, I, I'm all for that. And our second food is a little bit more uh, down-to-earth, but still sounds great, and that is the steamed crabs brought to us by the Aberdeen Ironbirds. I believe that's Aberdeen. Aberdeen Ironbirds, uh, courtesy of Ripken Mm. Stadium. So this is the Maryland and steamed blue crabs that uh, go hand-in-hand with what they've been apparently serving for like the last two years. Nice. So, so does it is considered Cal Ripken a, own this place? Not sure. It's considered, though, to be one of the messiest foods you can eat at yeah, a stadium. Of 
Yeah. Well, and it comes with the little hammer, yeah. right? Which is really good to have. You have to have in them. an environment where people have been drinking a lot of beer. Yeah. Sure. <laughs> and I think they let you keep the hammer and go back into the stadium with yeah, it. Yeah, yeah sure. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I'm I not a Steve Crab guy. I bet you that's a Cal Ripken. Oh thing. yeah. 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 So before we, uh... I, I'm not a I'm not a crab guy, but the first food that Claw Lossel, mm-hmm. if that, it was just good. vegan, you know, Impossible Burgers, uh, look, I'm not, he'd be I'm, all over I'm it. I'm not a vegan. <laughs> I just have tried to eat, you know, more uh, lower fat, more better meats. Mm, that's so, so good. Fish, come back. Oh. I had some fish at a place called Cheddar's last week in West Virginia. Uh-huh. It was would. Uh, lightly fried in breadcrumbs. Oh, it was white fish. It was really good. We'll <laughs> have that at our state. Well, now I'm hungry. Well, you should be because it's lunchtime. And uh, one more time, let's give let's give our friend Tom a plug. You did a great job on Sunday. Thanks. I caught the stream. So did the boys in the dugout over at uh, Lasser High School. Sweet. Former Lasser High School. And this is October 14th coming up. Mm-hmm. We would do it this week, but the Lions are off. Yeah, well, By week. You yeah. know, after after what happened Sunday, it isn't that the Lions need a week off. I think the refs need a week they, off. They do, man. They're that wrecking was, the game. It, 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 they're going to have to do something. It, and I think it's the same guy that missed the call in the Super Bowl. Anyway. Um, well, one of the penalties was the actual member of the former Dallas Cowboy that was face shielding and jumping on Brandon Pettigrew. And he, yep. his, and he did the same thing. It's Anthony hands, Hitchens. Had his hands on the guy's yeah, face I mean, mask. I mean, does he know how to, do you know how to defend? I mean, you right. got to turn around. Turn if around. you see the video, there's yeah. a referee standing right there watching. Yep. So, the back judge is right there. And at the end of the game, uh, Marvin Jones was tackled on, yeah. the, on the Hail yeah. Mary. Yeah. yeah, Right there, next to the two guys that yep. knocked the pass down. So before we go off the air real quick, I want to get everybody's uh, pick right now. Who's going to win tonight? Nationals, Brewers. Nats. Go. Nats. I'm going with Milwaukee. They won last year. They got they got a game under the belt. I'm going with Brewers. I'm going to have to go with Brewers. I'm going to agree. I'm, I'm wrong most the, of the time. So <laughs> I'm going to have to go with the Brewers as well. And then Rays Athletics tomorrow night. Who goes on to face the Houston Astros? I think the A's. A's. I'm going with the A's. The Rays have been hot. I'm sticking with the Rays. I'm going on with the, the road. Rays as well. Mm-hmm. All right. By the way, the last time the Nationals won a playoff game, they were the Expos. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, that's going to do it for us. <laughs> Thanks, everybody. Thanks in the booth. We appreciate it. For everybody here, this is Jess Monticello saying, let's play two.